I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb and Laura, and it's another exciting episode of <laughs> I, I Got, got the, the Hell Out. And I believe this is episode number 72. Yep. Yep. <laughs> How you feeling today? I'm ready to pass out. What? Oh my God. I was outside trimming the hedges. Like, and of course, why would I do it in the evening or early morning? No, I do it like at one in the afternoon, sun's blazing down on me. Okay. Then my, I was kind of <sighs> asking, are you better from your jet lag? Oh hell, I feel like I have jet lag right now. Oh, I'm great. Ready to pass great, out. Great. Another episode. <laughs> Another. Well, that answers. No, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing awesome, 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 and um, we are sober today. <laughs> I kind of like these those nighttime episodes that when I get done working, and then I meet you Crack here. Crack your beer open. I, you know I love my beer. I know you do. Anyway. But you have your milk, though. I, it's milk or beer? Coffee, milk, and beer, and it's past coffee time, so my, my time. skin is singing, okay? And, and see, my, my milk is labeled. It has my name on it. I know. Yeah, That's at sad. work we have to put our names on stuff or it disappears. How many people would steal your milk? There's like a milk thief? I, I, I well, no, but so I, I drink out of it and it's a hat, either a pint or, or I mean a quarter or a half gallon. And wouldn't you be grossed out if you grabbed that to make like an egg wash or something and somebody had drank out of it? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. My I milk... thought you were afraid someone was going to steal your milk. No, but they've stolen my candy bar. Somebody stole oh, candy. I can, you know. They, they stole a half a box of ice cream sandwiches that were clearly <gasps> labeled mine, and I hid them in the back of my freezer, and they were sealed. Anyway, who um, steals ice cream sandwiches? People I work with. Ah, oh, for shame! And I'm they're listening. You, um, so a lot of them do listen. For shame! For, for shame. shame! Ice cream thief. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to everyone that I work with. Um, a bunch of them took stickers for their cars. <gasps> Hey! Yay! Yay! And a bunch of them voted for us. And yeah, thank you. Let me just say, voting is open until the seventh. Yes. Of next month, and after no, the, this one. Oh no, it's today's the thirtieth. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thirty days has September, April, April June, and, and November. November. I thought today was the first. All the rest have thirty-one, except for February and a leap year. It has twenty-nine. Again, our our calendar system makes no freaking sense to me. <laughs> Okay, um, I'd like to give another shout out to Arkansas Julie, um, that is Brother Bob's mail order bride that he brought up the other night. Wait, whoa, whoa, back it up, what? <laughs> Who has a, a mail order bride? Uh, yeah, Arkansas Julie. I didn't know they still existed. Well, apparently you can sign up for it, and you know, she wanted out of Arkansas, and Brother Bob's having trouble meeting someone, so we got to meet his mail order bride. You're not shitting me, are you? Are you serious? Actually, they kept the charade going for like 20 minutes, and we just couldn't believe it. 
But um, yeah, it's his son's friend. So okay, I was just like, holy! But they were so believable. That's so funny. It was just so freaking. And she's hysterical anyway. Yeah, I told her I'd give a shout out. <laughs> Mail order bride. Um, and I posted this past week that the shirts and the vinyls are done. Yes. Yes. And any extra proceeds go to helping buy the next next bus ticket. And since I'm sober today, <laughs> in one shot, if you'd like to get a hold of us um, through snail mail and other assorted, you know, you want a shirt, you want a vinyl, you just want to send us a postcard, okay? Send us a letter to say hello. Okay. It is, I got the hell out, or just the initials, P.O. Box 284, Oakdale, O-A-K-D-A-L-E. PA with a zip code of 15071. See, I did it Yay. correctly because I was soberish. <laughs> soberish. Well, sober, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and thank you to Chroma Graphics. Um, that's who I use. They're local business by me. Um, they do all of the printing of my stickers and I turn the stickers into magnets and they did an awesome job on the shirts. So. Nice. And, Thank you. And, and if you saw on the Facebook page, Kim was the very first I did one see to that. get one, and where she was wearing it last night. So they're they're dark white. The dark white. <laughs> yeah. Um. They turned out a lot better than I thought they would. I was very, very, very happy. Thank you guys. Um. We do have one culty correction. Uh, what? Well, apparently I get confused because, you know, I talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, Janika lives in Finland. Oh, okay. okay. I, 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 what did you say? Not Sweden or Switzerland. And I think I mentioned her in both of them at one point. <laughs> um, hey, girl. Um, but she says Sweden and Switzerland aren't that far from Finland, so. So you were close. Yeah, but, you know, I have so much in my brain that I just, I don't always remember correctly. Do you know what I mean? And would you like to hear an interesting fact? I sure would. Oh, you the look on your face. Okay. What? Um, we're based in Pittsburgh. Really? I, I do believe so. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and, and because you and I, or is it, did I do that right? English. Yeah. My son's going to correct me. Anyway. Um we're the administrators and we can see things on there that other people can't. Right. And you're talking about Facebook. Yes. Facebook. Okay. And it actually shows me the top cities that, and it gives me a number of who listens to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're based in Pittsburgh. We do meet and greets. We've met a lot of people whole nine yards. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the town that the cult is in the big one, they have half as many as, as Pittsburgh. Half. Oh, my God. And I went through it this morning, and if you add in the tiny little towns that surround the the bigger town, uh-huh. okay, um, and the large cities in that state, they have twice as many listeners as we do oh from my the gosh. Pittsburgh area. Isn't, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I'm betting you people are figuring it out and spreading the word. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, that's funny. I, I find it extremely funny. So I'm hoping people from the surrounding area will, you know, proudly put a bumper sticker. It's only three by three, maybe three and an eighth. Mm-hmm. By th- anyway. 
Wouldn't that be oh funny? Oh my god. Heck, send me your address. Guys in that town, I'll, I'll send you one for free. Absolutely. 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 Yep. Even give me a number that you want and pass them out to your friends. Oh, yeah. Yep. But <laughs> just stick them on your own personal stuff. You hear me? Anyway. What, <laughs> what was that look for? I don't know. Oh, we didn't get to the... Why do we always forget the Kool-Aid recipe? I don't know. Because I really like this one today. Uh-oh. What is it? Um, this one goes out to, uh, well, it's, it's, I love when people send me their recipes. Get creative, people. This is, like, the best one yet, okay? Uh-oh. Um, this is from Perry G, and um, she writes, I'm only on episode 27 right now, so forgive me if this is no longer a thing, but my drink idea is pick your fa- best flavor of red Kool-Aid, Laura, okay? Oh, it has to be red. Red. Okay. Vodka, because we all love vodka. Okay, now they make special ice cube makers for their long, thin tubes. Oh, so you can put them in like a bottle. In a water bottle and stuff. Okay. Now, except you are going to fill your ice cube thing with um, vanilla yogurt or pudding. And before you freeze it, you're going to put a string out at the top of it. Okay. And you're going to freeze these ice cubes. Okay. Okay. Um... So it's like frozen pudding. It's a it's like a yogurt or Fro- pudding okay. frozen ice cube stick. Okay, um, you can get the molded IKEA and it has with a, a string. Well, you have to put the string okay. in it. Okay, before you. Why the hell it. are you putting a string in it? Before you freeze it. Okay. Okay, um, and then you after you after you freeze it, you make your Kool Aid. You pop one of these, you know, stringed ice. Pops, Pops in there, okay. Um, you set it on top of a vinyl coaster, and the um, title of this is Dirty Tampon on a Menstrual Mat. <laughs> she says gross, but it made me laugh. Oh, my God. On a menstrual mat. That's beautiful. Be creative, people. I love it. Oh, oh, it's going to be tough to top that one. On a menstrual mat. That's beautiful. Oh, and I got a pricing to get menstrual mats, you know... With our logo? Yeah. Oh. I got to find the right ones because the ones I got, they're going to be too expensive to ship and stuff. Oh, and... you mean the actual mat? Yeah, the actual okay. kind that we used for, I guess, the dollar store. I could. I went to three different dollar stores and they're all just hard, rigid plastic now. Ew. So, hmm. yeah. You're there. I'm here. I'm th- I'm trying, my brain's like, okay, where can we find these placemats? Because we need menstrual mats with our logo. Oh, this just creeps me out anyway. <laughs> Come on, what other podcast has a menstrual mat with their logo on it? I'd say none. I'd say none. I'd say not. We would be unique in that. See? There's a lot of uniqueness over my way, let me tell you. (laughs) When my children, when they named my children, because see, you don't, it's an honor to have little man name your kids. Oh, okay. Honor. Um, I I couldn't pronounce my kids' names. Oh, jeez. Um, Jesse, I had to make up a rhyme. To remember his name? To remember oh my his, God. his, his first name. Um, and, and, you know, Dan, his initials are QQ and there's no U after the Qs. It's Q-E what? and Q-O. What, did they just like pull letters out of like a Scrabble bag? I swear to you, I think they threw boggle cubes up against the That's wall. That's what I'm, I mean, Seriously. Um, my first son's name you can find in a concordance or an interlinear, I forget which one. Mm-hmm. Um, but my second son's name, like, I looked at that and went, Boggle Cubes. It has, 
has to be boggle cubes. And oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What was your reaction when they told you the name? Uh, why? And I'm going to see, and I have to respect my children's privacy. Um, you know, Jess is on the, I got the hell out page. And so you can see his. Oh, that's right. He does have his name on there. Yeah. He, he has his real name is his middle name. Okay. So yeah. And my, my youngest son, um, yeah. Can you imagine being handed a slip of paper and your child's name starts with, Q-E, and then the middle name starts with Q-O. What? Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, it's crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I have a surprise for us. Should, should it wait for now or should no, it wait no. for later? later? You can't say I have a surprise that's going to wait for later. Okay. That's not how it goes. What? Look what we got. We got letters. We got first mail. We got letters. Yay. Congratulations. There was no first first because I don't know which one. Got oh, they were both first. in the mailbox. Yeah. So congratulations to, oh, Mel. It's the same person. Congratulations, oh, Mel. Hey. Mel sent us two things. All right. All Thank right. you. You, you. you get prizes. Are you going to read them? I pulled, yeah, I didn't. I pulled these out and I, I took everything I had not to. See, look, it's still sealed. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You have some willpower. For some things. <laughs> um, but her postcard, and it's the very first postcard we got. Isn't that cool? Greetings. Oh, my gosh. Greetings from hell, Michigan. That's beautiful. All right. All right. What's it say? Um, it, it, it has a little circle on it and it says, it's stamped on there. I've been ah! through hell. That's great. And it says, hi, Deb and Laura. Glad I found this. I knew as soon as you started talking about getting a post office box that, that some, some hell Michigan stuff had to come to you. <laughs> this is a place we tend to visit in the fall about 90 minutes away. Hugs. Signed, Mel S. Oh, thank you, Mel. Thank you, Yay! Yeah, we're going to start our postcard. And look, I think, look, it looks even burnt on the bottom, on the corner. Oh, that's, oh my God. Because they're in hell. They're in hell. Yeah. And, and look at their little cartoon devil. Isn't he cute? Yes. Okay. And now we have, from Mel again, um, a green envelope, because I guess green's my favorite. Okay. okay. I can't believe you didn't open that. No. That is like serious willpower. Anyway, she must be really crafty and creative and stuff okay because see i got cactus stamps to put on my outgoing stuff mm -hmm. because you know i hope karma fucks kenny up the ass with a cactus right so that's why i have cactus stamps mm -hmm. um can't get mr rogers stamps anymore you know and i put a little arrow you know always be kind yes I, so i put thought into stamps too um but we have a Bella Lugosi Dracula stamp. Nice. Okay. We have a Palio bat stamp. Okay. Okay. And I guess that's the kind of bat it is. Okay. And a uh, an American something or other one cent little bird stamp. Bird stamp. Okay. And and her it's beautifully decorated. <gasps> it's oh my gosh. Hand stamped with a witch's broom. Um, over here in the corner, see, I'm going to have to, I, I'll, oh my I'm going to take a picture of this too. Um, and something wicked this way comes. The broomstick. Uh, I don't know. No, nope, there's a broomstick on there. I know. And it was a darn good movie too. I saw that in middle school. God, that was a long time ago. 
haha, look, flower tape. It's going to live in the book. <laughs> what? I'm just so excited we got some mail. I, you know, I, I, I looked every day since I got the box. Of course, you know, why would anything be in it if nobody knows we even have it, right? right. Open it up. What are you doing? Just don't sit there and talk. Open it up. Gosh, this has been in my possession for a while and you're dying after 30 seconds. Yeah. Now I forget what I was saying. So do I. <laughs> you just want me to open it. <laughs> I know. I honest to God forgot. Oh, anyway. Um, so Mel sent me a message that said I should expect something Friday, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I was all yippity skippity and I, I, I went after work and checked on there was nothing, nothing. there. Aww. And then... I forgot Saturday because I was out having fun. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so I checked this morning. So I haven't had it in my possession all that long. Okay. Okay. The envelope is open. All righty. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. There's stuff. There's stuff falling out of it. Okay. It's a nice letter, and I'm going to read it. Okay. Um, and look, I guess she made her own... Oh, look, what a, is there's a squash penny on the back, too. Oh, my God. This is, like, so creative. And the envelope oh and everything, I'm telling God. you. Um, hi, Deb. Sorry for the typing. I had a wrist injury and surgery some time ago, and while I'm pretty much all better, my handwriting is pretty atrocious. Um, guys, my wrist was broken and had three... Um, this is Deb, me, saying I my wrist is shot to shit. Look, Laura, is it shot to shit? Yep. And my handwriting is atrocious, and it usually takes me a while to write stuff and make it legible. So I'll keep reading hers. Okay. <laughs> Forgive you for your for your atrocious handwriting. Um, anyway, I wanted to send a help Michigan postcard as soon as I saw the post office box, but couldn't find it. So I dug out some other things to send from there. Then I found the postcard. So you get double mail. I figure you wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I didn't even actually know it was double mail because I, I just congratulated two people and I had no idea who. And it's one. <laughs> um, she says, I've been listening to I Got the Hell Out since roughly episode 20 or so. I was still trying to catch up when epi episode 22 dropped. A friend of yours, real name unknown, posted about the podcast on a subreddit for ex-Christians. I gave it a shot and here we are. That's kind of a big deal for me. I have tried listening to several podcasts and never got very far. Aside from the podcasts I used to do with my husband in Critical Role of Dungeons and Dragons, this is the only one I've successfully stuck with. About me, I'm a giant nerd. Uh, I play D&D, &D, collect dice, and so little things like dice bags. I'm in my early 50s, married, no kids, five cats, never ever again. <laughs> Wait, that's what she said. Yeah, it's in parentheses. Oh, she said, Five cats and then parentheses. Never ever gotcha. again. Okay. She's turning into a crazy cat lady. I've shared a bit of my background on Facebook. Happy to retell, but won't force it on you now. Don't feel like you must write back, but I would enjoy a correspondence if you would like. And it's signed Mel. And she signed it. Yeah. And we got a squashed penny from hell. I think. That is, I, I bet it is. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, it's a been to hell and back. There you go. This will live on the book. Yep, you there you that. go. Well, Mel, you made my day. Thank you. I know. Thank you so much. Oh, look, she even sent us a map. Oh, wait, is that a brochure for hell? Look, yeah, right. it's a brochure for look. hell. Go to hell. 
More people tell you to go to our town than anywhere else on earth. Take their advice and visit us. We're a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> oh. Road trip. Oh, look, and then she is real creative. Look, she, she, she's got her own little business cards, and she stitches these stuffs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and by the way, I collect dice, too. See, if you ever came to my house, you'd ask me why I have this big-ass clear pitcher full of nothing but dice. I did not know that. Of course not, because you've never been to my house. You never mentioned that. I have too much to mention. <laughs> hey, hey, now Mel. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. Hey, Mel, I have, I have a dice at home that has a, has a mess up on it. It has two number fours. It doesn't have a five. And it's green, and it's kind of see-through, and it's really old, and it's really cool. I found it in an estate sale that, like, everything was up for grabs. Like, I even took the hardware off of the kitchen cabinets because, yeah. But what I was the hell did you do with that? I sold it. It was antique hardware from the oh. 1800s. It was an original Ooh. farmhouse. Ooh, that's, that's some nice money. Oh, look, and she gave us an exit via, visa. Um, it's issued in hell and it is good for re-entry. Um, and it gives me guaranteed safe passage through hell. God, this was so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, right. We got first mail. <laughs> what? That's so exciting. And yes, I will write you back. That's so exciting. Now I got to get postcards too. I got to send everybody a postcard. It sends me a postcard. Oh, that's right. Right. My mom collects postcards. She was going to actually try and be the first one, but she thought that would be kind of stingy because she lives 10 miles away and her card would have been in the box the next That's day. That's true. Yeah. Thank you, Mom, for participating. There goes the penny right in your book. Penny goes, well, it's going in the book for right now because I don't have super glue to put it on the front. Gotcha. Or, no, not super glue. I think I'll use hot glue. I like glue gun. Ooh, I'll be using your glue gun. There you go. Okay. Um, do you have anything? I have, let's see here. I was, I was perusing their website. Not perusing. <laughs> and on their website, there's a thing where you can download their calendar for 2019. All right. Do they charge you? I don't know. You download it on your computer. And it probably gives them your mailing address on top of it. You probably have to like um, put your email Maybe. address in there and then they're claiming you as a member. That could be, but I do know they count the Omar on the calendar. <gasps> we're done counting that. Oh, yeah. We're done oh, wait, counting we're, that. Wait, real quickly, going. real quickly. They have a Pinterest account. You're kidding me. Nope. They have a Pinterest account. Everyone, it's a rabbit hole that you need to go down. It is beautiful. It's just the name of the cult. And there's pictures of Little Man. There's, look, here's one from their, what was that? The lamp, what was that? The oh, lantern? the lamp lighting. The lamp lighting. Lamp, no, the children's lamp learning sessions. Something blah, 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 blah. Right, exactly. Give up electricity. And here's a picture of a sign on their actual property. Ah, uh, yeah, I would love to post that, but I can't. No, so people, you need to go on their Pinterest page and you can see actual pictures. <gasps> they can just don't repost them to the I got the hell out page guys you can share them amongst yourselves you hear me mm -hmm. I, I can't help what you people do amongst yourselves <laughs> <laughs> okay so then also while I was like looking on the internet for all this um it says you're searching for the truth well this is something where you can put your name in I guess to get more information oh uh, they always want to give you more information it says you've come across the cult which has caught your attention you're interested they seem like the real deal until you read a little more on Google. 
Google. Google's your friend. <laughs> the cult is a dark sect. Yeah. Beware of the cult. Oh, this is somebody this warning is, other people this off. This is what Google says. These are things that Google says. Gotcha. Okay. What's all of this, you wonder? A bit of doubt creeps in, but you're open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't come this far to be discouraged by hearsay, but you would like to know what's behind all the negativity. Is it true? What are you really getting yourself into? Now, see, the cult would teach you that that was Satan and Satan's warriors and ignorant people and stuff um, that were trying to get you to get, get in your mind and mind fuck you so ah. that you would leave the cult. Okay. So, yeah, they were like doing a reverse psychology thing, you know. Everything you read that's bad, it's, that's, that's Satan trying to pull you away from here. So don't use your own brains and figure this stuff out yourself. Listen to me. Okay. Then you get it. Then it says, why is there so much propaganda against the cult? <laughs> what does the cult teach? The laws of God. Is wickedness being exposed by the cult? Definitely. Okay. Corruption, deceit? Absolutely. Then they go into a bunch of um, scripture from the Bible saying that they are the real deal. Oh, they're always the real deal. Okay, so then it says, uh, if you are searching to understand the truth behind why the cult is constantly persecuted and slandered, how this persecution proves the cult is the true work of God, why the cult will come out on top and what this means for you. The truth behind this persecution will stun you. You know that? I, it, it will. It will stun you. The very root of where it's coming from may even shock you, but you owe it to yourself to know, dot, 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 the truth. Yeah, because, you know, God called you and, and Satan's trying to smear your mind. Even though in your own head, you know, this, this is like bullshit, but they're trying to tell you that it's Satan trying to screw you up. And one of their favorite sayings was don't stand on your own understanding. So like there were so many people that went to their counselors or elders or elders wives that was like, well, you know, I'm reading this and you're preaching this, but according to the interlinear concordance, whatever, it's like it says something else. It says something else. Okay. And that's what people would always be told. Stop standing on your own understanding. And then of course they would take those questions and they would tell people that it had been translated wrong. This is, this is, Oh really? Yeah, I told you we have to have stickers. You got handed a little stickers. Oh, that's right. Because things were, they prayed about it, right? Well, it's Satan again, mixing up the Holy scriptures so that, you know, it, it like instead of wives, it was changed to wife because, you know, okay. Western culture can't handle, you know, more. Anyway. Right. Um, but you would be handed a little sticker when you walked in and it and was told slap this on verse 28. Well, no, not until you got to that part in the sermon. Oh, so that it was that kind of, part would be what they were talking about. Right. That so day. you'd hold okay. on to your little sticker until they got to the parts in the sermon. <laughs> What did they say? Like now, peel the 
peel the back of your sticker off. No, usually it would be, now notice on the sticker it reads. Now notice in the book we wrongly translated it this way because it was done that way before. We didn't look into it. Gotcha. Because you know how many words are in the Bible, Laura? Oh, a hell of a lot. shit ton. There's 66 books to begin with. Some are short, some are really long. Um, but yeah, they we, you know, we just haven't had the time to go through and analyze every single word, you know. Okay. But so, they did now, and so this is the correct. Correct, because if you're changing something, you can't just have people scratch it out. So here's a little sticker to make it right. Oh my gosh. And with the sticker, then you can't read what was actually underneath it ever again. So how many stickers did you have? I don't know. I mean, was there like a bunch? Were they always changing you know stuff? What's, what's really shitty is my last, one of my last feasts there, I, I, Kenny went and got me the most expensive scripture book they had. Mm-hmm. Black leather, that's loose quotes there. Was it pleather? It's pleather. Okay. Um, bound, gold stamped, which Ooh. I'm sure it wasn't real gold, but it was touted as real gold stamped <laughs> with my name, Deaconess Debriah, on it, on the front. Well, la dee da Pretty fancy. Well, that was a status symbol, okay? Because, you know, Kenny's always cared about what people think. And he always had to have the best of everything. We were the only people to have a cow. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Most people had goats and whatnot. Or some people couldn't even afford goats. But um, what was I saying now? Something about something. (laughs) Something about something. About how, how he just, like... Like his outward appearance was everything, the way he looked towards people. Kenny, 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 Kenny's corner. Uh, Fucking with the cactus. <laughs> anyway, uh, why do people have to mess with me when we're doing this? <laughs> why? What do you mean people are messing with you? I, I, several people have tried to call me, and I just I can hit the F U button, and it's not turned on, but ah. then what I'm trying to look at and read goes away. Oh, and somebody calls. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know, but you would have to... I'm lost. Start, Just start over with something new. Start over with something new. Okay, the tape still needs to... I can't find any place to uh, do that tape for me. The videotape. Oh, crap. Pittsburghers, come on. Somebody. Anybody. Somebody has to have an uncle, a friend, drive by a shop. Do you know what I mean? The converts... Old stuff into like to digital D- right. or to a DVD, DVD. something. You know what I mean? Okay, now. Do you have pending posts? I, I'm looking for something right here. Okay. Um, this comes from an ex member. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just going to refer to her as N. Okay. Um, and she's answering the question about remember all this crazy shit with all the numbers? Oh, yeah. Okay. She says, the 18th book of Little Man, chapter 18, verse 104. If you remember, the Gematria. G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A. How the do you, hell? How do you say that? No idea. Gematria. No, we'll go with that. The Gematria shows my tag number several times. It shows the original post office box that I rented for the house of God. My post office box number is blah, blah, blah. My tag number two. Now we're back to chapter 17, verse 70. 
He's putting my tag number everywhere. It goes in prophecy. My tag number. Chapter 21, verse 5. <laughs> this thing with the tag number. What positive proof. What more technical, positive, actual, physical proof could you give than a tag number? Especially when automobiles were not even invented until the 19th century. And here we have a, the tag number found from Genesis to Revelation. That one makes no sense. What? Cars weren't even invented? What? Okay. And uh, chapter 21, verse 36. We still have that tag. It's still on my car. All right. Uh, yeah, she, she goes on what? to say they're really into the numerology, the whole gematria thing. Um, yeah. Um, numerology and the Bible codes, anything to prove that little man is the witness. It's like Oy. using, it's like using Google or Wikipedia. You can find whatever you're looking for. Someone else could find something totally opposite using the same resources. Yeah. So apparently he's, he's got a tag. We all have tags. Okay. I figured the only tag you get is like a, a tattoo or a toe tag. I would say dead. toe tag. That's what that, I'm that, thinking. That was the first yeah. one I thought of, but didn't want to be morbid. I, my, it is what it is. You tag people on social media. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And we had a interesting um, one from uh, another ex-member. We'll just call him Billy. <laughs> Okay, Billy. Okay, he says, look what I found. Quote from Little Man. Sermon dated 4-2 of 11. Mm -hmm. Okay. Know this. That yes, your daddy could pull you out. Your mother can pull you out. They'll have a chance later because they're not called out now. They have no understanding. They have a chance and could actually make it into eternal life, but you won't. You won't be there. This is your only opportunity. And if you don't stand up to your kinfolks and say no, if you don't stand up to them, you will deny Jesus. And Jesus says, if you deny me, if you deny me for your brother, sister, father, mother, or anybody, you're not worthy of me. Now, these are his own words. Think about this. When they want to pull you out, God is the one who's trying you. He set his laws here. He set his work here. He says, come and be a part of my work and find joy in that work. And no, we won't beat the drums for you and play the guitars for you to try and make, it, make you like it here. <laughs> what? <coughs> He's... Basically, at the end of it, saying, you know, like these Christian churches, and so they got the progressive bands. Right, right, and, right. Yeah, he's saying that, um, no, we're not going to beat the drums and play guitars for you to make you like it here. Like, oh, you're just going to like it. Do you know how many of us had the same thought in our head when we left that basically, because he always proclaimed that the way we were living is going to be that way in heaven for eternity. And the way you were living in the cult. Yes. Okay. And so many of us came to the conclusion of... No, thank you. I, I would rather go to hell. I would rather go to hell if this is heaven because it is fucking misery. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna go to pending posts real quick because there was something I, I, I wanted to read, okay? Um, this is from, uh, Sherry D, not your Sherry D, I think. Let me see. I think it is. Yeah, it is. It's my <gasps> Sherry D. That's your Sherry? I had no idea. Hey, girlfriend. All right. Um, she says, hi, Deb. I, so am I right to assume that you're defending, you're just, you're defining factor to leave the cult with that Kenny, the asshole, was choosing to get a second wife who was less than half his age. Also, since I have listened to the podcast since the beginning, was that just the catalyst that allowed you to say yes? I don't believe in any of this shit, so now I have reason to move on. And kudos to you for getting out of a shitty situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Sherry, I was hanging on by my fingernails for a really long time because I wanted us to leave as a family. And I know there's a lot of women out there that have kids. And at one point when you're thinking, I can't do this anymore, you're thinking, but we're still a family. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I tried everything in my power to talk to Kenny. These people are crazy. These people are nuts. Um, look, this doesn't match up. And I tried to not go to services and not say bad things about the cult. And I didn't bring in unclean foods. And I, I just tried to be amicable. And But yeah, when you find out your husband is taking a second wife who is less than half of his age... Um, the men out there, they never leave. They just don't leave. When they take a second wife, they are that committed. And I'm sorry, I think that's almost like child molestation right there. Mm -hmm. um, the state that I was in, um, it goes back to pioneer times, okay? Um, the law was written that you can be legally married um, at the age of 13 if you have one of your parents' permission. God, that is messed up. And only one of your parents' permission. It doesn't matter if your daddy's in another state and desperately is trying to get you out of the cult. They can marry you off because your mama says, sure. Ugh. Is that not crazy? That is messed up. Um, yeah, and the second part of your question, um, was it the catalyst to say, yes, I don't believe in any of this shit? Well, I'd have to say about a year before I you know, found out shit that led me to sit right here with you, Laura. Um, I, I, I actually prayed to any God, devil, and I went, I mean, I went through Buddha and Allah, whoever you can think of, okay? Right. I, I ticked off a lot of gods and goddesses and help, help me, help me, help me, help me. And in the end... I, I prayed until my eyes bled and came to the realization that nobody's coming for me. Nobody's coming to help me. Um, it's me. It's, I, I have to do this. As shitty and sucky as this is, I'm the one that's going to have to save me. And, and, and there's not no sky daddy. There ain't, the, the, you know, the, the army's not coming to free us. It, me. And that was, like, one of the hardest decisions that I ever had to make. Um, and let's put it this way. All of, I knew I had to get out of there, okay? And every decision that I could make about leaving that place was shitty. 
Imagine starving, Laura. You are starving. And somebody presents you a plate with three different things to eat on it. What are the three things in life that you would throw up if you were forced to eat? Oh, three things? Three things. The worst three things somebody could give you to eat on one plate. The worst things would be lima beans, yep. beets. And what else? And what the hell else is absolutely disgusting? Bananas. Bananas. Oh, we got two. Mine would be liver, lima beans, and bananas. And mother's is laughing hysterically. Um, but that's what it was like. I had, I was, I was drowning and, and I had like two or three choices and they all, they all sucked. sucked. But not doing anything is also another choice. And that was absolutely not an option. I had to pick from them liver, lima beans, or bananas to not starve to death. Does that make any sense yeah, to you? No, it does. That's, that's a good analogy. Right? Um, and in all honesty, a lot of people have asked me over the years, why do you insist on taking the hard road? And I've actually responded to them, why do you assume that I have two roads? Why, why do you assume I even see two roads? And yeah, um, I, I, I can't believe anymore, uh, Sherry, because I had to save myself. You know what I mean? Anything to say about that, Laura? Mm -hmm. Have you had to save yourself? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. I mean, drag yourself from the dark place. Ain't nobody oh, going to yeah. do it for you. Yep. You know? To everybody and anybody out there who battles addiction, who battles depression, who, who battles something every day, you are super badass. Super badass. Um, because... The enemy's inside you. You are. You get up every day and you fight a battle in your own head. And I think you are the most badass people I've ever met because you're choosing to not give in. Do you know what I mean? And that's difficult sometimes. Real it, difficult. It, it is very, very difficult sometimes. Um, okay, where are we going now? Do you have more pending posts? Oh, I got a lot of stuff here. Um, okay, let's see. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to approve that for Sherry. That's gone. Um, Alexandra G. She's on vacation in Utah. Ooh. And she found an ad in the magazine for us. Five wives, premium potato vodka. <laughs> and she happens to be in Utah. Exactly. Now, did these five wives break away from their polygamist husband and make their own brand of vodka to get rid of his sorry ass? They That's all like each other? They're making a living doing that. Uh, I approve. I approve. I approve. I approve. <laughs> Kicked him to the curb. Um, Vanessa V says, I'm a late bloomer, so to speak, and just listened to episode 15. This one was forever ago. So I don't know if Debbie and Laura remember this, but you had a competition where the first person to swear had to detail the other's car, <laughs> and you got through the episode without swearing. And I wanted to say, congratulations, because I know how hard it is. And uh, that I thought this challenge was hilarious. Keep up the good work. This podcast is fascinating. And Vanessa, that was like so hard to do. Oh my gosh. We, yeah. we attempted it again this past Mother's Day, but like I blew it in the first couple of minutes and then you blew it. And, is, yeah. and we weren't going to do each other's cars anyway. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Which we knew going into it. Yeah. It sounded good. 
It, it did. It sounded it did. good. And I love whatever you guys want to write to us. You know, some of it makes it on a Facebook page. Some of it just gets read. Some of it I'll just privately respond back to you. Okay. This one is from a Diana L. She says, I'm catching up and just listen to episode 69. I was Pentecostal through my teen years and can honestly say that while they're not a cult in the way that we traditionally view cults, they easily land themselves, uh, lend themselves to creating cult-like behavior. They tell you not to trust outsiders and that you're going to be persecuted as a good Christian. They encourage you to read the Bible but make it very clear how you are to interpret it. My youth group in particular was a very culty place to grow up. I was the kid that carried my lime green, leather-bound, monogrammed Bible around in high school. I handed out pamphlets, stood in parking lots, and handed out boxes of donuts that had literature glued to them. I protested at abortion clinics and at pride events. Two things I greatly regret as a pansexual and as a woman, period. The whole time I was drinking the Kool-Aid and not questioning if this is what really what any god would approve of. They had my allegiance because I wanted so badly to fit in and be accepted. Luckily, I met my wife in high school. She's always been pagan and accepting of others and their differences. Her acceptance got me out of the headspace that I need to conform to fit in. I fit in with her always. Anyway, is Pentecostal a cult? Nope, not technically, but it sure as hell is trying. Now, there's a few things I'd like to say about this. Mm -hmm. Um, What she described is like the cult. Uh, You're supposed to give up your family, your friends, anybody talking to you is Satan trying to pull you away. Okay. Um, Okay. I never heard of um, giving away donuts with with propaganda glued to the box. Well, who's going to turn away donuts? Think of it that way. I, I, I love you're donuts. You're not good. That's what I'm saying. You don't care what's slapped on there. You'll take the donuts and, you know, they're hoping you're going to read the stuff. Who turns away donuts? People who don't like them. Who doesn't like a donut? I, I'm telling you, if they gave me a six-pack of donuts, I'd probably Ooh. actually stand there for a minute or two and listen to them blather while I'm t- I ate see? a tasty donut. See? There you go. Um... And, you know, she wrote here that she uh, protested um, at abortion clinics and pride events. And as a woman, that that disgusts her, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm going to go on to the next part after I'm done with this because mm-hmm. I have it written down in my book. Okay. Um, I keep telling people if your religion requires you to hate anybody, you need a new religion. Okay. Um, my mom was so excited because the church that she goes to, they came out over the pulpit a couple years ago that we're to hate the sin and not the sinner. And they're welcoming gay and lesbian couples. And my mouth is going, what? what, what? And my mom's trying to explain that they're allowed to love these gay couples that come to worship with them, but they're still sinning. They're still sinning. Do you get that? Do you get any of that? Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, Dr. Seuss, why fit in when you were born to stand out? Every single person listening, society conforms us, tells us what to wear, what's cool, what to say, what not to say, movies to watch, what to buy, who to hang with. Lost my breath there for a second. (laughs) You were on a roll. 
Yeah, um, never, ever conform yourself to fit into somebody's small box or their space of how they think you should be. Life's too damn short. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. And I, I had a revelation the other day. Do you ever have those? You're sitting there thinking about something. And like light bulb goes like, off? Like, it's like a lightning bulb. A lightning, a lightning bulb? bulb. <laughs> a lightning bulb. A lightning bulb. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what lightning bulb went off? Um, I'm sure you and everybody out there has been told, um, as you get older, to forgive and forget, mm -hmm. right? Just just forgive them, and it takes a weight off your shoulders and blah, blah, blah. You should right? never forget. Um, no. No, 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 no. Here's, here's the realization I came to. Those people who did those bad things to whoever, me, they don't deserve my forgiveness in any way, shape, or form. They're assholes. Screw them. The only person I need to forgive is myself for being too young to know, just not knowing, thinking that it was normal in life to be bullied, to be mentally assaulted or physically assaulted or beaten as a child. Um, I, I don't need to forgive any of those people. I need to forgive myself for, because those things weren't my fault. I didn't know any better. And when you're being manipulated by a cult, a best friend, anybody, um, you don't need to forgive them either. Forgive yourself for not knowing any better, forgiving your trust to somebody who didn't deserve it. Um, never forgive and forget from them. Always remember what was done to you and learn the lessons that you're supposed to learn from it. Because once you get hit by a car in the middle of the street, you really seriously tend to look both ways after that, don't you? Mm -hmm. So when these things happen in life, I mean, you have to take your lessons from it because them, them, them red dodgeballs are going to smack you every damn time. You know what I mean? Um, and we have a song dedication that comes from this, okay? Dedicated to... Um, to, this is dedicated to every, everybody out there that I do not forgive. Okay. okay. What is the dedication? Okay. Um, this is, um, this comes to us from Amber D. She's mm -hmm. a survivor child member. She's married to the bitch I love to hate's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's a cool ass video. It's on YouTube. I'm going to try and share the link. I'm trying to get a little more technology advanced here. Um, but she writes, listen to the words and honey, I thank you. I must've blasted this in my car five times over on the way over here. What song is it? Um, it is Bubba Flex, B-U-B-A-F-L-E-X. Oh, okay. Never heard of them. No. And the song is, I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I listened to the oh words, and I was singing along after the second or third time, and, and I'm imagining all these people that, I'm going to dance when you're dead. I am going to dance and be happy that you're dead, because you can't hurt anybody else. You, oh you, I can finally lay it to rest that you're still walking this earth, and you don't deserve to be. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, and Laura, this will be played, and I don't care how much it costs me to play a couple of the lyrics when Little Man Dies. This is getting blasted on here. <laughs> uh, for anybody else... Uh, Who's the group again? Bubba Flex. B-U-B-A-F-L-E-X. All okay. one word. And you just go into YouTube and find that. I guess so. <laughs> I'm going to try and put the link up. I'm glad you're dead. 
Yeah, yeah I'm glad That's you're dead. Oh and God. the words are so freaking fitting. And talking about dancing on your grave and the worms eating you. Oh, my God. And I'm just so glad you're dead. <laughs> okay. Um, Tom O. shared something with us that's kind of disturbing. Ooh, what? Oh, no. Okay, apparently, um, this 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 is entitled, Ladies, Please Stop Putting the Vacuum Hose Up Your Hoo-Ha to End Your Period Early. Oh! And I really thought what? this... I thought this was satire, and it still could be, but I actually kind of looked it up, and there what? there's several articles, different places that... I, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're using vacuum hoses to try and suck it all out quicker. I... Hey, look at the look on your face. That that is so revolting. It is. Ugh. It is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Move on. Move on to something else. You want me to move on to something else? <laughs> okay. Oh um, Jenny M says stumbled across your podcast. Now I am binging it. Fuck me, girl. That's some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are so courageous giving a voice to those who have none. Speak even though your voice falters is a saying we have in Australia. Directed mainly at bullying, but works so well for your situation too. Keep speaking out. Expose those fuckers for what they are. I'm a trying yep. girl. I'm a trying. And let me tell you, other ex-members, they're speaking out to their local news, and newspapers, and we're all doing podcasts and being guests on places. <laughs> Getting the word out. And in all honesty, Laura, I really want to win Best Podcast in Pittsburgh so that, you know, people start looking at these people and going, why the hell is this shit still going on? Because... Yeah, me and you have discussed why this is still going on, right, but right. but I, I can't say any of that. But winning this contest could take us up to the next level to expose them. Ooh, right? Okay. I'm just saying. <sighs> it could. It could. Okay, to all you badasses out there that are taking your lives back, you know, like I'm doing, oh, I wore that bathing suit. Did you see the Good for you. Did you see yes. that picture? Good for you. I had my ugly ass feet exposed, pasty ass skin, you know, didn't have, I, I wanted to crawl underneath something, but I did it. And guess what? You're holding that big ass oar. That was, was my like slappy oar. Oh, so you were like smack someone upside the head with it? I, I thank everybody who reacted to that photo and all of the kind words. Um... I keep trying to tell a friend of mine, you know, we all have a body and believe it or not, not everybody's happy with their body. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. uh, me and you have had this discussion, right? Yep. Okay. Um, literally when you're born here, you don't have a choice of what body you're given. You know what I mean? Right. You know, whether you're a Ferrari or a jalopy, something in between or some kind of $2 million car I ain't heard of. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, somebody sent this to me, and I can't remember who, girl. Uh, but it says, stop spending all day obsessing, cursing, perfecting your body like it's all you've got to offer the world. Your body is not your art. It's your paintbrush. Whether your paintbrush is a tall paintbrush, a thin paintbrush, or a stocky paintbrush, or a scratched up paintbrush, it's completely irrelevant. 
What is relevant is that you have a paintbrush, which can be used to transfer your insides onto the canvas of your life where others can see it and be inspired and comforted by it. Because seriously, we all have a body. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. We all have a body. I didn't get to pick mine. Did you get to pick yours? Nope. And, and society body shames people. Shame oh. on you, society. And, you know, I say shame on society, and then I realize, well, duh, I am society. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but we all do it to some extent. Because it's ingrained in us. <sighs> yes, and we have to stop beating ourselves yes. up. I'm not pretty enough. Uh, my hair's ugly. Uh, you know, I'm not thin enough. I love scars, tattoos, birthmarks, freckles. I mean, think about it. You start with almost a blank slate. Mm -hmm. Almost a blank slate, except for your birthmarks and stuff, right? Right. And the older you get, you get your sun marks, you get your laugh wrinkles. Your stretch marks. You, uh, stretch marks. Um, you have life written all over you. And for every scar that you have, something tried to seriously hurt you or There's kill you. And you live through it. Whether, you know, like I slice myself with barbed wire and I still have Story the scar. behind it, yep. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's something that hurt me, and I still have the reminder of it. But that's, yeah, I, I think everybody whose body is covered in tattoos, I love tattoos, too. We still have to go get our tattoo. I know. Come on. What? what? What's blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, Erica V. shared, the women who I love and admire for their strength and grace did not get that way because shit worked out. They got that way because shit went wrong, and they handled it. They handled it in a thousand different ways on a thousand different days, but they handled it. These women are my superheroes. And I've never met an interesting person, Laura, that had an easy past. Mm -hmm. Everybody I've ever met, the harder of the things that they had to go through, the more incredible. And the more interesting. Yes. I... I you know, I, I've met some people who have lived the white picket fence life. And it, it, it's, I don't know. I, I hate to use the word bland, but they're nice. But their stories all involve, you know, salads and baking cookies. Salads. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, salads oh and all that salad. stuff. What? Their, their stories are, you know, of how, you know, they've been with their husband for 60 years and they're perfect kids and grandkids. And, you know, sometimes I, I wish I had that stuff and it, it'll never happen. Um, I've gone through a lot of stuff with my kids and I look around at other people and their kids and like I get so sad and go, why? Why are, why am I dealing with this with my kids? And these people just seem like they got the perfect kids. And then you have to stop and think they probably don't have perfect kids and a perfect life. You're just seeing what they want you to see. Um, yeah, we're a all, lot of times. we are all faking it in life. You know that mm -hmm. it, it doesn't come with a handbook. I, oh, there goes your phone. Damn it. Hold on. <laughs> and you realize almost an hour has gone by. And we're just babbling. No, I mean, we covered an absolute lot, but look how much more I got. You can save it for next week. Do you know how many times I do that? And you forget about it? Oh, or? by the way, what? to the bitch I love to hate. Oh, what? 
Um, yeah, Amber says that I'm actually more of a grandmother to her children than the bitch I love to hate is. Damn. Yeah. You're missing out there. Missing out, tiny Tina. <laughs> you know, I laugh about stuff, Laura, but it's it's sad. If I if I couldn't laugh about it, I'd have to cry. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I can't cry anymore, so I'm not crying. And, um, you know... Stand and tell the truth. You, uh, scream your truth, even if you're the only one. Even if your voice shakes. Even if you're standing alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing at this point. It's crazy how this whole podcast thing worked out. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Seriously. I When we started this, I never would have believed we'd be sitting here like we are, cracking jokes and rubbing salt into their wounds and... Talking about shoving cactuses up people's asses. I'm telling you. Or cacti. Cact- that's pl- cacti. Yeah, and the and, and the plural of Jesus is Jesi. Okay. So yeah, you did. I think I told you that before. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have anything else? Uh, Jerry M. Thank you for the laundry tips. I I appreciate that. Um, about my stinky clothes from work. Does it involve Dr. Bronner's? No, it's um, it's a website for oh. for people who have smelly clothes. <laughs> There's a website for anything. I I, I guess so. I don't know. Um, Marissa N. Uh, she shared a sin chart with us. I'm gonna post. Okay. They found it at work, and it's a flow chart. Ooh. And I'm really hoping she sends me like a full copy of it because. It starts out the one side asking you questions, Mm -hmm. and you have to answer yes or no, and everything leads you to, it's a sin, stop doing it. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Do you have anything to add to this? I do not. Why not? (laughs) What the hell kind of question is that? Because it's the only one I got. Look at all this shit I didn't cover. That makes me mad. Well, Well, save it for next week. Okay, well, then I guess I don't have that much homework to do. See? Um, guys, send the stuff to the post office box. And, and please vote. Do not forget to vote. And I will write you back and send a postcard. I gotta see how I passed that. My tongue wasn't working. <laughs> it's the coffee. My skin is singing. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go to work. Okay. So, um, all right, guys. Uh, send us your questions, thoughts, ideas, all that good stuff. And I'm supposing that we'll talk to you again here next week. Yes, we will. Is it going to be a beer episode? I don't know what time yet. Uh, well, Sunday's never a beer episode. Yeah, that's true. Y- yeah. It's going to be sometime Sunday, but well, then it's we'll not... chat when we're done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we love you all. Get a hold of us any way you can. And... Send us stuff to the P.O. Box. We will be back at you next week, all right? This is Laura. And it's Deb and another exciting episode of I Got Got the the Hell Out. Bye, Bye, guys.